In the rapidly changing world, healthcare needs are constantly evolving and clinicians need to find new ways to deliver care. And often the best way to do that is by looking back. Without Marie Curie, there would be no pioneering improvements to medical imaging today. If Edward Jenner didn't inoculate a 13-year-old with cowpox, there wouldn't even be a space for Professor Ian Fraser's cervical cancer vaccine. Our clinicians are standing on the shoulders of those who came before them, learning, growing and advancing. Hindsight isn't 2020. It's our future. As the saying goes, teamwork makes the dream work, and there's no truer place that that is on display than in healthcare. Working across professions, boundaries, and care settings, these services are partnering with consumers and jurisdictions to innovate care that is truly patient-centred. The early weeks of life play a critical part in bonding a baby with their parents as the families grow and change. Yoga Kandasami joined us to share how the implementation of their award-winning baby cam is revolutionising neonatal intensive care and supporting families to remain connected throughout what is an extremely stressful time. Thank you for the opportunity to share our uh, collaborative work here today. This is a collaboration between the Townsville University Hospital's Neonatal Intensive Care Unit, James Cook University, the Commonwealth Research Organization, CSIRO, and with also contribution from Optus. I have no conflict of interest to declare. There are four tertiary neonatal intensive care units in Queensland. Three of them are here in southeast Queensland, and the fourth is in Townsville University Hospital. It caters for a very large area, approximately the size of New South Wales, right from south of Mackay up to Cape York, and out west to the Northern Territory border, sometime even Lake Nash. Approximately 30% of our uh, admissions are from the Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander community, and about 40% of our inpatients are from rural and regional remote area. So that brings the reason why we initiated this project. Because if a baby is born preterm at 23 weeks, they often stay, the baby and mom and the family, in Townsville for three to four months. So the motivation behind this project is to provide family-centered care and to keep families connected. There were two devices as part of this intervention, one with the parent, and it has an uploaded app, and, and the second device is by the court site. The parents can then log in with password and then activate remotely the device which is by the court site. And when the device in the court site turns on, it gives off an alarm alerting the bedside clinician that the baby is being viewed by the parent. And if there is a need for emergency medical intervention, the bedside clinician can end the transmission with this particular X, and there's a procedure in place when they do that, when parents are informed. So we chose this device because uh, quite often you'll find babies also, the cord is covered, and this particular device has a good vision with a reduced light. 
Now, live streaming in the neonatal unit is not a new thing. It's the papers go back to you know, early 90s. We're using different devices over time. It has the potential benefit to reduce parent stress, enhance bonding. But the research is and publication rather limited. The results are mixed, and there's some staff concerns in those publications. So hence, we carried our study over 12 months period um, at the Townsville University Hospital and determined if this intervention is of value and, um, and benefit. So for part of this study, we included babies less than 1,500 grams with parental written consent to participate in this study. The aim of study to, is to look into staff and parents' perception of the use of camera, parents' well-being and health and basically to understand both staff and parents' perception of live streaming video camera in neonatal contacts. There are two arms to this study. One is looking at the bedside clinician, mainly the neonatal intensive care nurses' perception and view, and the second one on parents. For the staff, they were sent email with links to a questionnaire before and after the study six months period. For parents who participate, they were sent a links on four different occasions. One is before, one is at one week, two weeks, and three months later, and where they respond to a set questionnaire. The study design is based on a previously published paper by Rhodes in 2015, basically investigated from the parents in, in terms of bonding, anxiety, and stress using previously validated tool. And the results were evaluated and analyzed by the co-investigator uh, who is a clinical psychologist from James Cook University. The results we hope to publish in two papers. The first paper was published in January that looked at the neonatal staff perception of the intervention and the results were very encouraging. The neonatal nurses, bedside clinicians were very receptive of this effort, but they did raise the uh, impact on workload. We are also in the process of writing up the second paper, which we hope to get it published in the same journal somewhere in the middle of this year, which looks at parents' perception, which also was very encouraging, parents reporting reducing anxiety and stress and improved bonding. Now, as I mentioned earlier, there are also commercially available devices looking at the same technology. Now, our approach is slightly different, is that our approach is evidence-based. It's fairly lower cost using uh, app and smartphone, and we believe this is quite easy to roll out this in regional area. And it fits in with our current trend of using app for day-to-day -day life in Uber for taxi and rest. Now, where to from now? We're looking, hoping to get our second paper published and after that develop clinical practice guideline with contribution from other neonatal units, which then could help inform clinical practice and then extend to maybe a larger cohort. And that's our ne next plan. I'd like to thank all the involved collaborators from James Cook University, CSIRO, Optus, and our the neonatal council unit. And a big thank you also to the families and babies who participated. Thank you. As always, thank you for listening to our podcast and taking the time to learn about the wonderful work of Queensland's frontline clinicians. To continue the conversation, head on over to Facebook and let us know of any pockets of excellence you think deserve to be showcased. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Clinical Excellence Queensland.